Welcome to episode 26 of Table Talks, our virtual cafe series where we encourage each other by sharing stories of overcoming hardship. Today we're joined by Rachel, one of the founders' uh, sister here. Um, so this month we're just highlight highlighting women in our community. So today we're talking to later about women in leadership. A um, little fun fact, just to let you guys know, Rachel was actually born on International Women's Day, so what a quinky dink there. So, hi, Rachel. Thank you for joining us. Um, first thing that we like to say, uh, ask is, uh, what are you drinking? Hello. Thanks for having me. Uh, tonight, I have a, what is this, <laughs> English breakfast tea, a little Very bit of nice. milk. It's decaf, mm -hmm. baby life. So I need to go to bed after this. <laughs> yeah. Yes, uh, you have enough caffeine in that baby to wake you up all night. So that's uh, yeah. truly great. Um, for myself, usually at eight, um, we just, uh, I don't, I, I start fasting. I do intermittent fasting. So I have myself some like tea water. So it's like some green tea, but it's kind of lightly brewed. So, uh, so that's what it is. Um, so can you just tell us a little bit about yourself, um, what your background's like, uh, anything uh, of interest you think you want to share with us? My background. So mm -hmm. my name is Rachel, as you already mm -hmm. know. Uh, I am, yeah, Rochelle's sister. I think she's yeah one of the founders for this channel or for this account. Um, what else about me? I'm a new mom. <laughs> I guess that's the like, most recent thing about my life. Uh, it's kind of taken over a lot of my life right now. It's just taking care of my son. Uh, he's still under one, so still very young, uh, still very dependent on me. And before that, I guess like, yeah, I'm on mat leave from my job. Uh, so my daytime job is I am a pastor. Uh, so I work at uh, Encounter Covenant Church. We are a relatively new church plant, I would still say, relatively new. Um, and yeah, I've been pastoring for a number of years now. I've, to be honest, I've lost track. Uh, I've done both youth pastoring and uh, working downtown um, as an associate pastor. And then also, yeah, and right now, I guess my official title is executive pastor. But yeah, like I said, I am on mat leave right now. Okay, very interesting. Very exciting time in your life. Brand new mother. Um, so I guess what my first thought is, how's your transition from, I guess, um, your role as a leader within the church to motherhood? How you find that um, you've been handling that? What are some of maybe some tips people might want to know? <laughs> oh, <laughs> the transition? Um, it's, I, I highly underestimated, I think, yeah, like just what it takes to to be a mom. Uh, to leap into motherhood yeah, you know I, I think in in some ways I used to honestly just like pride myself in a really bad way uh, in terms of like you know how much work I would do a uh, bit of a workaholic uh, and yeah that's another issue for someone who works in the church but um, yeah and then you know jumping into motherhood thinking that I could do it all and, and just finding myself completely overwhelmed yeah it, it's just it, it just kind of it's, it feels like an all-consuming kind of thing like you know I, I just didn't know that it'd be that hard to keep a little person alive and and how much he would depend on me um yeah. but yeah like I, I love it though you know and I mean I say all that it's really tough but um I love my son you know it's a it's a learning experience every day 
Um, and, and right now, I think, yeah, part of that transition is just the discipline to kind of really step back from, from work uh, at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the discipline to do that initially was a little bit hard to kind of not just like not do work, but to mentally kind of step out and say, okay, like, you know, we can trust other people with this. Mm-hmm. I don't have to check my emails all the time. Um, people will be okay if I'm not there. And, and mm-hmm. yeah, learning to let that go and, and really focus on my family first right now. Okay. Would you say there was like any particular key differences, like being a role to maybe your um, role as a youth pastor in the past? Um, looking over, um, I guess that would be anywhere from high school, middle school. I don't know how low it would go. But, yeah, um, middle, middle school, high school. Mid- yeah. Okay, and that, um, I guess, crossed over with um, what you're finding yourself as a mother. Anything there, or you find them completely, like, no transferable skills type of deal? Oh, they're completely different. Okay, okay. <laughs> a no small problem. person is much more terrifying than, than the older kids. Yeah. Uh, a lot scarier. Okay. A lot more to do. Um. Yeah, I don't know, but they're they're both fun. I will say that I guess like yeah, they're okay. both really fun groups to work with. They're both challenging in different ways, but yeah, mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun. Okay, that's good. That's good. But yeah, um, the little ones are scarier. Okay, I guess so. As the um, younger they get, uh, more uh, energy you need. Um, so I guess sliding a little bit back into your role as a leader within the church. Um, I guess what does being a leader mean to you? Um, whether that's in light of International Women's Day or just for you personally? Being a leader, I think, I think being a leader for me, I think the first thing that comes to mind is, you know, you recognize that you have influence over other people. Mm. Um, and yes, yeah, so that's the first thing. And then choosing to use that influence to accomplish something and hopefully accomplish something meaningful. Um, I think another thing that comes to mind, like not just for myself, but I'm thinking about, you know, people who I looked up to as leaders in my life uh, mm-hmm. or people that I've, that I've known or really respected as leaders or are people who make other people better. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a really big component of, of, I guess, not just leadership, but, but good leadership. Um, and what I'm learning are, you know, like a good leader would be able to not just make people better, but like, I think learning to entrust and empower other people is a big part of that. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, those are kind of like the first things that kind of pop into my head when it comes to leadership. Okay. Very. Okay. That's, that's really interesting. Uh, Just, I guess I've never been a pastor myself, but uh, just like this thinking out how close that um, is like parallel with what I view as a good leader, just within the workplace. Mm -hmm. And even if it's, um, I guess, uh, religious institute um, it still draws very cl- um, close parallels to that of the workplace on uh, just being a typical good leader in general. So no, that's very interesting to see itself. Um, can you share about uh, a hardship you encountered while being in your leadership role? What happened? How did you overcome? Um, so I guess like when you're talking about, yeah, like I realized now I'm thinking about it, leadership, uh, yeah, I did the kind of think of it from like a work perspective. Like, you know, I, I think there, there's two different ways of looking at what I do. Um, I don't think it's, I guess it's, yeah, it's, I don't really see it as being a part of my identity. Uh, although I do see my faith as in Christianity as part of my identity. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really see like necessarily like 
pastoring is like, you know, part of me, and, but it's, it's, it's also a job. And those, I think those are like two separate things. Um, but yeah, I think when you're asking that question, I guess I'm going to just talk about leadership, I guess, as a pastor um, and as a woman. <laughs> and, and I think this is, yeah, a pretty, I think it's still weirdly, not weirdly, I guess. Um, it's, a, it's a something, yeah, that I still find a lot of tension around, like being a woman in ministry or like a female pastor uh it's one of those i think the the church it's still something that i wrestle a lot with and still think a lot about um because i think the church is one of those weird places still um where i guess unlike the secular workplace uh, there are still places in the church where yeah like people look at and speak about uh, women in leadership in some, I guess, what would be seen as controversial ways mm-hmm. uh, in, in the secular world. And um, whether or not you see it that way or, or, you know, and whether or not you disagree with it is one matter, but um, it's just interesting. Like, yeah, I, I, so I, I don't want to come in and say, you know, like, and, and mm-hmm. kind of down, go completely like, you know, into that kind of debate. But um, I, I think it's an interesting place to be uh there's always this like we're holding this intention especially myself being a woman in ministry mm-hmm. um and yeah i'm definitely i will say i am thankful that you know i've always had i've always ended up in places obviously like with leaders and mentors who have always supported um my role my in leadership so um being in places that have really affirmed um yeah, my position, even though my I myself uh, am still working through it. I, I think I honestly have to say, you know, like, I think it'd be dishonest of me to say that, you know, I don't wrestle through it every now and then. So, like, and I think I, it's something that even if I come to resolution one day, um, you know, maybe like a few weeks or a few months or like a few years down the road, like, I think inevitably I'm always, come, like, I always have to kind of reconsider and I'm willing to do that, Um whether it be from a circumstance I've encountered or just from talking to friends uh, who kind of ask me questions about it and, and bring up new perspectives I haven't thought of before. Um, yeah, so I've always been very thankful that I've ended up with mentors and uh, in communities and, and with other leaders who do support what I do. Uh, my family and my husband, um, you know, they're, they've been really great at lift me, lifting me up in those positions as well and really encouraging me. Um, without feeling like they themselves are compromised in any other, in any other way. Um, and, but yeah, I definitely have also been in positions like really uncomfortable places where um, I have not been welcomed to sit at the table, uh, both literally and, and figuratively speaking, um, because of, I think, certain beliefs or certain differences in beliefs about, you know, just the fact that I'm a woman uh, and in leadership in the church specifically. Um, and I don't harbor a lot. I don't hold a lot of anger or resentment, uh, in those situations. It's just, it just makes me sad more than anything. Um, and it's definitely uncomfortable. Um, and the way in which I overcome that, to be honest, like when, if, if, Generally speaking, I guess I will say, like, I also haven't encountered many situations where um, people have really been very, like, super aggressively, unnecessarily confrontational about it. And Mm -hmm. um, what I've learned is just to kind of pick my battles 
wisely and and generally speaking you know when like I can think of like one particular time when I was literally not welcome at the table because uh, of how you know we held certain differences in opinion or or in our views um, around female leadership in the church um I was again in that situation I was really fortunate to have like at least one other person in the room who was supportive and so who was able to just be like, hey, like, it's all right. Like, let's just walk away and we can sit here. And like, we don't have, to, like, we kind of knew that it wasn't going to be a fight mm-hmm. that was worth getting into. Um, and yeah, and then I've also like, and the reason why I think I hold this tension, I would say I can hold it well and I'm fairly comfortable with it is because I've also experienced, um, I would say really good friends who mm-hmm. have those also like a very different, position on what they feel about women in leadership um but who i've been able to engage in really healthy ways with about like in really healthy discussions about that uh i think yeah like especially today in today's climate where everyone has like such we have such polarizing opinions nowadays and um those like polarizing opinions and you know i I can't really speak for the rest of the world but i think within the church you know it's really unfortunate for us like that those polarizing views tend to divide people and and i think the goal for christians and for us within the church is to to not let that happen um and it's still hard right just like as it is in in like the secular world and within the church for people to kind of work through those different differing opinions um i've had really great experiences as well as well with our friends who were really loving and really willing to engage in these discussions uh, mm-hmm. and, and like, and kind of like, are, and we're willing to hear out like my side of, of the, I guess the story, hearing my side of it. And, um, and then at the end of the day, even though we still can't come to an agreement, um, still like we, we put those things down and we're like, Hey, but you know what? I still love you. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, we may not completely agree on this and, um, but yeah, like, I think it, like for, for me and like these people, like we're like, it's more important that we put our relationship first, um, that there are bigger things within the church uh, and about Jesus that we want to focus on uh, rather than like, I guess these things and, and both parties being okay and willing to live in that tension and, and maybe revisit that conversation again when something new comes up or we have a new idea or like, yeah, a new experience that might kind of um, inform us or change our opinion. So yeah, I think that, I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah, like those are kind of like the ways that I've been, I guess like, I wouldn't say overcoming, but like enduring, enduring this hardship. Cause I think it's, it's still ongoing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still, I think for probably like for us, as long as I like the foreseeable future for the church and for Christians, I think that this will be continue to be like, a debated, a debated topic. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I certainly agree. Um, I can't necessarily fully understand a point of view of that of uh, a woman um, and the different type of um, hardships that you might be experiencing, whether that's in the workplace or your role as a leader in the church. Um, but I think um Hopefully, at least I could uh, understand whether, like, if you're like some a minority or this, a lot of the things that like you've been saying, a lot of social unrest that we have right now, you can kind of, I guess, come to start to understand that, like, like you said at the end, like this is you have to endure, um, 
life just kind of makes you have to have a hard skin or like you, you just get trampled. So I definitely um, relate to that. So thank you for sharing that. I guess like if you were to like think of all of this as um, say in some alternate parallel universe um, that uh, you were your male counterpart in these situations, do you find that a lot of these things would have gone easier um, or that's like, is that too much of an extrapolation for you to really uh, comment on? I don't know if it'd be easier. Mm -hmm. I think it just wouldn't like, I, I do believe that, you know, males have their own challenges, mm -hmm. especially like if, if you're talking about like a male counterpart, another male pastor definitely would have a lot of their own struggles and challenges mm -hmm. to overcome. I definitely don't think that they would encounter this specific one yeah. uh, unless, yeah. But then like the thing is like, unless like those positive experiences I mentioned earlier, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, like they were wrestled through with my, friends who are male uh and and who okay yeah like so i guess like they they would be able to think about it maybe and like ask questions and and kind of like i guess they might have the tension they have to deal with is oh you know i don't agree with what you do mm -hmm. uh because it doesn't line up with my like my my theology let's just say but mm -hmm. um but i i respect you as a friend and you know I, and i love and appreciate you so how do i kind of reconcile that and for them that might be what's challenging for them um, but definitely, I think I remember like one of my older male mentors as well. I think I remember it, it really struck me one day when, when like, he just kind of like stepped back and, and out of the blue, just said to me, he's like, and he's like, you know, a fair bit older too. Right. And, and, and so, but he just looked at me and he just said, man, it's going to be really hard for, he's like, he's, I'm sorry, but it's going to be really hard for you as a woman in ministry. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I think for him to kind of, I think it hit him at one point as well. And so, yeah, like there are definitely things that are unique. Uh, to to what I do, uh, but also, yeah, I feel like there are, there probably are males who, who wrestle with it to some extent, um, but it wouldn't be the same. Okay, um, I guess thinking back, uh, maybe you can uh, maybe educate me a bit. You think within, I guess, a Christian setting, was there any? Um, do you think like it was like a push from whether uh, women's rights in general that helped? kind of like as culture shifts um so does the paradigm of religious thought shift or is it like which one is the laggard and which one's like usually the forward or dig of hand in hand if that makes sense like which one influences which like does culture influence yeah the church or yeah, if the culture influences the church, or do you think it's both hand in hand, like as people, as we progress on in society, then we just come with new norms and it's, that's kind of adopted within our faith as well? Hmm. Well, um, okay, so we're, we're kind of edging into, yeah, we're kind of edging into it a little bit, uh, what the thing that you're asking. So, like I said, I don't know if this is going to be like the right, because I don't, I don't think this is, I don't want to bring up like controversy. I don't know if this is the right forum for oh, it. Oh, okay, okay. That's yeah. no problem. No, 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 But I mean, like, you know, what I will say about it is that, you know, I, I do like, from what I've seen in the Bible, like I think Jesus himself, the way that uh, he interacted with women mm -hmm. uh, was countercultural um, and the way that he uplifted them and empowered them um and I would say, and like, you know, put them in places, I, I felt like from what I could see uh, and the things that they were doing were 
tasks and places of leadership. Um, and so that's countercultural. Uh, and I think that, you know, Jesus himself influenced that and it wasn't really like, but I think that, yeah, like culture, I, I would say culture definitely does affect the church as well. Although I know that there are a lot of people out there who say like, you know, it shouldn't um, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But yeah, like, I think that there will be um, some shifts, but I don't think that that should like, you know, I guess it shouldn't kind of undermine any of the foundational core beliefs of what, you know, are, are, are integral to, to what make up the church and, and to what we believe about God and Jesus and, and Trinity, all that stuff. But um, yeah, I just wanted to kind of slip that in there that, you know, if you look at the gospels and the way that Jesus came and the way that God and Jesus uh, talked about women, especially keeping context in mind, like the, the culture and the time that, that this was happening in, uh, I think that, yeah, like the, the ways in which they looked at women and treated women uh, and the expectations that they placed upon them were, were highly cultural uh, to what was expected uh, in a very traditionally like, patriarchal. Maybe where we are now, just with your experiences with in the church, um, I guess, or um, do you think there's anything like, like certain program or more opportunities for, uh, is this something that um, you see as like a part, a potential need, or you think um, things naturally are progressing better or whatever direction you think it's going? So sorry. I think it's part of my mom brain. But uh, so you, you were asking if I think that there should be more, like there needs to be more, like. Or uh, like, like should we introduce more programs that like let uh, um, uh, women have more, like see more sermons or like something along those lines to like make it more, I guess, um, acceptable and to like help um, integrate, um, I guess, not a move. I don't know how to describe it um, mm-hmm. per se, but to like make it the door more easier for um, a woman to be in a position of leadership within the church. Um, Might be a loaded question. If it is, <laughs> just let me know. <laughs> yes and no. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think I want to respect what. Yeah, I want to respect what some because, like I said, I, I've met people on on either side that I really like mm-hmm. on either side of like their the opinion for this matter that I really respect and love, mm-hmm. um, and I want to respect like their boundaries. Like, I mean, within reason, right? Like, they're they've never been rude or just disre- like you know these are not the people who have not welcomed me to the table, right? Like, yeah. uh, these are the people who have been like really respectful in in their ways that they've been, the ways that we can talk about these things have been willing been really willing to engage and like you know and if right now like they feel like this is their stance right like i, I want to be able to respect that as well um i want to say as well though that there are like i feel like there are a lot of really gifted women um in, in, in ministry already and that there are a lot of gifted women coming up um and that there are a lot of opportunities um as well um and for the places that are like doing like like for example like you know i mean not to like not like not top cup my uh, denomination, but yeah, like I think one of the first things that come to my mind as well is like the denomination that I'm currently with, uh, the like 
the Evangelical Covenant Church. Um, they've been doing really like a lot of things in terms of, you know, um, lifting up women and in leadership and, and giving them opportunities and a voice, uh, which I think are, are really important as well in terms of like the greater church body and, and mm-hmm. what like what women have to bring to the table as well. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And what we can learn from one another. Um, like, I guess, I, I think it's hard to say, like, you know, if there's any one program or like one, there's no one formula that I think that I, I can prescribe for, for the situation. I think I'll, the only thing that I would really desire to see uh, and would really kind of, I guess, ask for anyone who's out there listening, who cares, I guess, is, is just like, you know, for, for people to kind of hold this topic and this tension with a little humility um, to be willing to continue to like, as a woman in, in leader, and I guess like as a woman in leadership or in ministry, uh, I guess personally, like, yeah, like the things that have kind of informed my experience and made it really good have been the people who have been really like kind and Christ-like in the ways that they want to approach this, no matter which side of the topic that, or the, like what your opinion is or, or what your what you've kind of like decided and landed on um, are the people who, yeah, like have been really continue to be really gracious and loving through it all who hold that tension uh, with enough humility to say, you know what, this is what the conclusion that like I've come to today. And I'm going to hold that loosely because who knows, right? Like, like something might really change what I think or believe later on um, based on an experience or, or like a revelation of some sort. Um, and yeah, and that the people who, who you know, hold really strong opinions would, would learn to see, like, still on the other side of this is, is another person um, who is just like you in, in terms of, like, you know, who struggles with sin, who, who needs Jesus, you know, who needs, like, love and grace and compassion. Um, and yeah, and, and like, you know, and, and that there are a lot of people who are actually like just still willing to kind of engage in these discussions and topics and and uh, and yeah and i think like hopefully if we can do that in a loving manner like we can actually help build the church up um mm-hmm. to be better for the future no doubt well i'd like, like to thank you for sharing your story with us uh truly um uh as our first guest for um international women's month or day as you were born on um thank you for uh joining us and talking tonight um, how can the viewers get more um, information about Encounter uh, uh, CC? <laughs> if that's your, is that, yeah. if that's the acronym, yeah. yeah, I guess so. Uh, so I guess our you can check us out on our website. Um, yeah, there's been some work happening because there've been a lot of really great changes. I, I think in light of COVID, <laughs> but yeah. So if you can check out www.encountercc.ca. Uh, there's some like basic information there about what we're doing, what's happening. You can also check out our Instagram page, oh, um, nice. Encounter Covenant Church <laughs> at Encounter Covenant Church. We have a YouTube page as so well. You just like enter into Google Encounter Covenant Church. It's everything. You'll find us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. you'll find well, us there. Well, uh, thank you, Rachel, and everyone for joining us tonight and watching. Um, if you would like to uh, send us DMs for your stories, if you know an inspiring woman in your life that you would like to um, feature, please give us a shout, and we'll be more than happy to reach out to you. So thank you, Rachel, again for tonight, and have a great one, everyone. Good night. Bye.